Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I forgot where, where do we leave off today? <laughs> well, we never got. We talked before your radio show about how we were going to talk about Bill Ackman and Mark Cuban. Oh, right. Oh, and now it's and then Musk and Cuban, too. Have right. you seen that? So, so it was Bill Ackman. Musk was tweeting about what Bill Ackman said, and then Cuban retweeted him to defend DEI. So it's been a whole fight. I think it's a really interesting conversation because, well, I don't know. But we talked about it before your radio show, and then we... Didn't even get a chance to get to it because we were talking about so much stuff. But anyway, so Bill Ackman, who is the like billionaire hedge fund guy who's a huge donor to Harvard <clears throat> and got upset about the way that they were like pro Hamas after <laughs> October 7th and, you know, pulled funding and all this stuff and wanted Claudine Gay to resign. He tweeted that he was reading Chris Rufo's book. Um which is about DEI and wokeness on college campuses and these issues and um, saying it was a great book. He was taking notes on it. Um, And he also tweeted that he hadn't realized, you know, he said, because I think a lot of these people that got upset about the anti-Semitism on the campuses and were mad about it got accused of sort of being hypocritical. This has been a big Right. A big thing that the people on the right have been saying is like, how come you guys only care when it turned into anti-Semitism? You were fine with the discrimination and the DEI racism and all this stuff happening until it was turned on Jewish people. Which is a good question. Right. And I think part of the question was, is it that you're pro-DEI, but you just think Jewish people should be counted as an oppressed group instead of an oppressor group? Right. Which I think is a fair question. Mm -hmm. And Bill Ackman went out of his way to answer this question. And he said, I didn't realize until I saw this happening. He says, I saw this anti-Semitism happening and I couldn't believe it and I couldn't understand where it came from. And then I looked into it more and I realized this is the root of this like totally poisonous ideology that is grown and metastasized on college campuses. And I was naive about this and I didn't realize and essentially saying like I was wrong. Right. 
it's a long, it's not even like a thread. He did the single long block of text tweet, which I hate. I need people to do things as threads because my attention span has been right. ruined by Twitter now. But um, but basically, he was saying that DEI, wokeness, whatever it is, is a bad thing. I didn't realize until <laughs> I saw how it was directed at Jewish people, and I'm sorry for not realizing sooner, essentially was the gist of the whole thing. But it was really thing. like a like a, like a 3,000-word op-ed. It was like it- Right. It was really, really well said, um, well written. It was a very interesting conversation. Elon Musk started interacting with it, and this is like when Mark Cuban then got involved and was like, essentially doing the totally... And I, I know people get burned by thinking Mark Cuban is smarter than he is all the time. Right, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's kind of a, j- a lughead, he and he, he, like... he always has been. I, I'm not. I don't love him. I, ever since I heard him on Rogan like a year ago or two years ago, mm-hmm. he went in there looking to impress. I found him to be like a, a third-rate salesman. Right, and it makes me like every time I actually notice something he says or hear him talk, I am reminded of the sort of spoof of him that was on the Silicon Valley show. Do you remember the guy? Wait, was that guy Cuban? It was not. Or the, it was, that was the no, Apple guy, Jobs, right? No, but the guy who was supposed to be a sort of takeoff on Cuban was the guy who was a billionaire who kept talking about having three commas. Trace Comas, he came out with a Trace Comas tequila and drove the fancy cars. Oh, yeah, but that stuff. was the DB who was in uh, Mad Men, right? As one of the last sales guys? I think so, but he really, like, it was a very oh, funny kind great. of takeoff on Mark Cuban because yeah. the idea of Mark Cuban, according to sort of the Silicon Valley thing, was he was like a billionaire, but it's like sort of undeserved. Right. Like, he kind of His lucked origin into story it. as well is like a, one of a lot of luck. Yeah, he was like what sitting on a domain name. Yes, that he like jobs dot com or something. I thought yeah. it was like radio dot com or one of the something like that. Anyway, like that. but anyway, yeah, he, he his story has a lot of luck, and then you know being on, um, on whatever show that is, Shark Tank, that thing. Like he's sort of parlayed himself into being considered this smart guy in the room, and he's like not necessarily. So anyway, but I. He's like one of these people I want to think he's smarter than he is, but he just like never impresses me anytime. He reminds so, me of he reminds me of several um TV guys I've known mm-hmm. who take everything at face value, who judge a book by its cover, who want to go along to want to be a people pleaser. Right. And so he hears diversity, equity, inclusion and he's like, "Well, those are all positive things. I want to be diverse. I want to be equitable to everybody." Although he actually completed that with equality. Um, and I want to be totally inclusive because mm-hmm. in c- concept, these are all uh, are good uh, characteristics to aspire to. Yeah. So he did like the totally naive thing right. of like, well, Antifa is anti-fascist. Who wouldn't be anti-fascist? Exactly. He's like DEI, diversity, good businesses, try and find diverse employees where, you know, your customers well, of your business yeah. can see yourselves in them. Larry King used to do this all the time when he was on radio. And, is like, for, so for instance, equally. like when, uh. Like the um, the Equal Rights Amendment, you know, Larry King mm-hmm. would say, like, who wouldn't be for equal rights? Like, yeah, Larry, it's deeper than that. Right. You're not supposed to fall for that. Actually, you know what Cuban has? He has the Taylor Swift level of depth on these things. Mm-hmm. <coughs> right. He's like a celebrity rich person. Right. He's not... Like not a, a thinker. <laughs> right. So anyway, so he did this long thread about DEI and why it's actually good because like the words diversity, equity, and inclusion are all good words. Yay. Right. So he did that. 
Then it's funny. Uh, Bill Ackman responded, Mark, that's exactly what I thought until I did the work. I encourage you. It's funny him using the phrase, did the work yeah, like that. Right yeah, right out of the DEI textbook. Playbook. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought until I did the work. I encourage you to do the same in revert. DEI is not about diversity or equity or inclusion. Trust me, I fell for the same trap you did, Bill. So... I think this is a really interesting evolution, and I think it really answers the question well of what people have been saying. Like, why did some of these people only care when DEI went for Jewish people, right? And I think what Bill Ackman is saying is not that Jewish people are an exception or they should be oppressed, but I didn't get what this was until it came for Jewish people. And I feel guilty that I did not actually understand what... DEI really stood for right. until this happened. Um, so I think that's positive because I think it says that smart people are evolving on this issue and are understanding that it's not just like silly students doing something silly on the college campuses, but this actually affects the real world and it's a bad ugly ideology that needs to be eradicated. Well, right. So I'm hopeful that some of the people like him who have threatened to pull funding from Harvard and places like this, that this won't be just to like, we'll get rid of Claudine Gay and then we'll just go on with business as usual. I'm hopeful that some of these people that control some of the money that flows into these universities have changed their attitudes that's about the what the universities are doing. That's all that will do it because these DEI people, there are hundreds or thousands in, mm -hmm. in these universities and you know what it is? It's as if the Boston Red Sox and Fenway Park for Red Sox games, there's the Red Sox and then there's the other team. And then there's the, you know, four or five uh, empire, uh, umpires. Mm -hmm. But then unbeknownst to anybody, inside the concourses and inside the other parts of Fenway, there are also 300 more umpires, all making new rules <laughs> and all with more demands from the teams, etc. Mm -hmm. So if you're you're just Bill Ackman's just going to the game, he just sees the Red Sox and some umpires. He's not seeing that there's another right. legion. So, but this is what he wrote when he wrote his long post. He said, "A few weeks later, I went to campus to see things with my own eyes and listen and learn from students and faculty." I ultimately concluded that anti-Semitism was not the core of the problem. It was simply a troubling warning sign. It was the canary in the coal mine, despite how destructive it was. I came to learn that the root cause of anti-Semitism at Harvard was an ideology that had been promulgated on campus. An oppressor-oppressed framework that provided the intellectual bulwark behind the protests, helping to generate anti-Israel and anti-Jewish hate speech and harassment. Then I did more research. The more I learned, the more concerned I became, and the more ignorant I realized I had been about DEI a powerful movement that has pervaded Harvard and the educational system at large. I came to understand that diversity, equity, and inclusion was not what I had naively thought these words meant. I mean, like, I think that's the core of it right there. And it's so funny to me that he says this and Mark Cuban responds to me like, well, what diversity means is hiring different people and equity means, and, you know, like, he just didn't even respond to anything Bill Ackman said here. What I learned, however, was that DEI was not about diversity, but a political advocacy movement on behalf of certain groups that are deemed oppressed under DEI's methodology. So under DEI, one's degree of oppression is determined based upon where one resides on an intersectional pyramid of oppression where mm -hmm. whites, Jews and Asians are deemed oppressors and a subset of people of color, LGBTQ people and or women are deemed to be oppressed. Under this ideology, which is the philosophical underpinning of DEI as advanced by Ibram X. Kendi and others, one is either an anti-racist or a racist. There is no such thing as being not racist. 
And it goes on, but it's this very- is this. You know what this is? This is the um, the red pilled version of Die Hard's "Welcome to the Party, Pal." Do you know? Do you remember Die Hard? Yes. Do you remember that line? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was looking at it? your. Do you text remember who he said it to? Um, I don't remember who he said it to. Okay, you probably don't have that. That um, he said it to Bruce Willis said it to the cop after the cop after the <laughs> cop's car got shot out. I'm pretty sure that's when he said it. Um, but um, I just at this point I know it more as a gift. Here's this... the scene. The cops in the car. They're about to shoot the cop car. Oh, no, no. That's right. Welcome to the party, pal. There we go. That's what that is. That's the welcome to the party, pal moment. Welcome to the party, Bill. Yeah, I know it more as a gift now. I mean, but I mean welcome to the party, pal, in like not a dismissive way. No. So no I'm like uh, glad no, people no, are just, realizing. Right, but I'm not saying, I'm saying, well, now you know what we, we, we've been doing for the last 12 years. What we've been talking about, why this podcast was made. You know, what the rest of our, the, our listeners, um, like why we're having conversations with each other about this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is why we've been, uh, you know, very concerned over here. So, I mean, if that, like, if that could end up in the, I mean, it, the the optimistic, I think, hope here is that all DEI ever gets eradicated. Well, I certainly think, like, smart business people need to realize, and I think the, uh, the tougher business environment right now that we are entering yeah. will help with that because well, businesses have to start making good decisions. And, and they are getting rid of their DEI departments. A lot of them we've mm-hmm. talked about. And it will like make other people who haven't yet internally take a look and say, do we have this cancer here? Oh, oh, we do. We have this huge internet here all about implicit bias, <coughs> all about white privilege, et cetera, that we have an entire team of team people. Right. And IT guys and everybody We've else. We've talked about this at companies we're familiar with that are like in financial trouble and, you know, that seem to employ a lot of people doing things like that. Oh, yeah. I still get, <laughs> like how I get much emails, financial problems I get emails does it take? From, from Odyssey like every day or every two days saying, I'm late on this training. I'm late on this. It's this long training you have to take, these long trainings where it includes like videos to watch and you can't skip ahead in a lot of these videos. Got to watch. And like this monstrous stuff, you know, it, Odyssey may be out of business, will be sold in to, to, dashed into pieces. And much like the Terminator, I'm still going to get these emails about trainings from somewhere. <laughs> like, I know. They just won't die. <laughs> but I think that I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that Ackman has so, has so comprehensively documented his journey mm-hmm. is a huge help because he's a bridge from the kind of apolitical community to the cause. Right. And I think, you know, if more people like him who clearly are smart and wield like actual social power, notice what's going on and have a problem with it, then places like Harvard are going to have no choice but to eventually step in line, despite the whining from certain contingents that are going to be really upset about this. But they're going to be upset. They're going to they're going to find themselves with the crosshairs of the Boston Globe and the local PBS and WBUR and all these things on them. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be kvetching. There's going to be protests. There's but they be- have to learn to inoculate themselves <laughs> against this stuff. And like, hopefully some of the protests, the like pro-October 7th, pro-Hamas, 
protests. Hopefully some of that has like inoculated some of these people that still have a brain against this like weird backlash from institutions that have decided to let lunatics run the asylum. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully now's the time. And Musk put out a funny one, too, on Cuban. Right? Cuban Cuban retorts uh, Bill Ackman. And then Musk, when Cuban sa- says diversity, you need a number of people, you know, who not based on merit. Um, he's at, he Musk essentially asked when the Dallas Mavericks were going to hire a short Asian mm-hmm. person. Although apparently somebody said that he's, like, not... Um, Elon didn't, yeah, Tommy New Hampshire in the chat says, Elon didn't realize Cuban has already dumped his Dallas NBA majority ownership. I didn't know that. So, I mean, I didn't know Well, that. it's still pretty good. I mean, it still it still applies. Yeah, I mean, because it points at his, like, unseriousness as, like, a political commentator that he's just... Well, and we saw, you know what a good, uh, a good hint for this coming down the bend was? The Obama administration, starting in 09 kvetching about how equal pay wasn't happening and they never one year of eight years managed to make equal pay happen at the white house of course and then he said well it's it's difficult to do it's, it's a hard thing to implement once you get personality yeah you think well that's- yeah because it, women don't want the same jobs that men want because that's <laughs> right. life like, and government just run through with all this bureaucracy that so much of it is now filled and bursting with dei stuff mm-hmm. and it has been which is another thing when when he Absolutely, which he should have been impeached for. When Obama brought through Obamacare, and then the website didn't work. Literally, it didn't work. All the money they'd spent, mm-hmm. Obama said, well, it's not that easy to do on the in the public sector. Yeah, oh. and not only did the website not work, but do you remember this? The website didn't work, and it also didn't like do anything. It wasn't actually hooked up to any kind of right. signing up for health insurance. Like you went through the if you were able to if you were one of the lucky ones who got the website to work and got through everything and signed up, then like the health insurance company would call you to actually sign up. Right. They'd call you they and write like, it down. They were like, "Oh, it's the just the front end. The back end isn't set up yet." Yeah. And neither like, end they, was really set up. But, yeah, they couldn't even get just the front end to work. I mean, it's pretty, as somebody who's worked on a lot of, like, website integration projects, it really was astonishing, the level of incompetence, and, like, claiming that this was going live and putting it out there. Clearly, people like Obama had just been shown, like, some PowerPoint presentation of, like, this is what the website will look like, and they were like, great, looks awesome, very cool, we're going live next week, and then, like, nothing happened. And, of course, the media couldn't give him a, a bad grade, so they didn't talk about it, but the panicking that was happening with the, all the parties involved in making the website go, because they all knew that it wasn't ready. We were hoping that the other group would be functional, and they hoped that Group C would be functional, and Group D would be functional, and every group just prayed. That was mm-hmm. it. Came down to praying, and their <laughs> prayers were not realized. Haven't you realized that a lot of people think this way, though? especially like people with lazy jobs like in government and stuff is like they don't know how any of it goes so they just like hope it works uh yeah <laughs> i mean but that's what's amazing because private companies have to figure this stuff out with like their contracts and people have to sign off on stuff and there's real you know you have accountability for things i mean i've had to sign off on stuff to like say that i checked things and that it works and you know, it, I I don't know how the government is allowed to get away with operating this way because never in a million years in a private company would it be okay for something to happen like that. But anyway, that's all. Well, I mean, that's uh, well, almost ten it, years it, ago now. That was like twenty fourteen or something. Oh, that was amazing. That well, but but you know, 
another reason government is so pernicious is that through regulation they can force private companies to do this ESG DEI stuff. Right. So they're trying to turn everybody into a dysfunctional federal yes. government thing. Right. We'll <sighs> get to a little bit of uh, politics. Uh, Ron DeSantis was asked uh, to name a state beside Iowa. You could feasibly win. You guys put all your eggs in the Iowa basket. That's can not you, true. Can you name another that, state that you could true. win? That's not true. Can you name another state you could win? Yes, yes. You wait till what, what happens when we get out of Iowa. It's going to create, another a, state create a lot win? of. We're going to be able to win a lot of states. We have a great can organization in New Hampshire. We have a great organization in South Carolina. Can New we can have a lot of great organizations throughout Super Tuesday. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So you're going to see this is very dynamic. Uh, you're going to see it's a long process, um, and we're going to be able uh, to win. So stay tuned. But to say that we've put all the eggs is not true. Uh, we have great uh, organization and field programmed in the early states, uh, and we're going to compete in all of them. In related news, a new Iowa, a new New Hampshire poll rather came out today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the American Research Group, twelve twenty seven through one three has New Hampshire has Trump thirty seven, Haley as thirty three. Mm. Christie at 10 and DeSantis at 5. Wow. Yeah, wow. so that's pretty rough. I mean, yes, if DeSantis gets 60% of the vote in New Ham- in Iowa, then that could feasibly change that in New Hampshire. But it's not where you want to be in January in New Hampshire, I would say. I don't think any of them is where they want to be in the early states for how late in the game we are. I, I don't... Just, I think Kaylee comes in second, probably in Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina. But I like I, time is running out for Trump to self destruct. Yeah, yeah. Although I, I just, and I know that she's in trouble because she said something mean about Iowa. But I don't see. I I I think New Hampshire. I always in my personal life. <coughs> I always I always liked New Hampshire women because they were t- tough, strong, and a little crazy, mm-hmm. and they didn't like me. They've never <laughs> any, everybody thought from New Hampshire that I knew. They'd be friends with me, but they never thought I was like a, I had none of the skill set that they were looking for, like man stuff, sir. Mm-hmm. But the I I a couple of them that I've known, including hung out with a woman who I hung out with in the nineties and the two thousands, who was just great. Totally wise ass. Totally, she was always messing with people. Totally, and she was great. I like her name was Liz. Um, but I, there's just I get the feeling that New Hampshire's a wise ass state. I wouldn't be shocked 
if you know they're go- they're at their diners, you know, nursing hangovers or whatever, or just having a- and these big blowhards walk in. I think they're happy to screw with the blowhards. They're happy to screw with the media and pollsters. I think these people are messing around. So you don't believe Haley's at thirty three in New Hampshire? No, I think Trump is going to trounce her. I think. I think. Well, the guy especially is after Iowa, people may drop out. Mm-hmm. So if a bunch of those like. DeSantis, Ramaswamy voters go back to Trump for the New Hampshire primary. That will boost Trump as well. Um, do you have that Nikki Haley cut of her making fun of Iowa in New Hampshire? Uh, Speaking of all your eggs in one basket, it's essentially saying I don't really care about Iowa. Just, you know, New Hampshire, stay with me and we'll pull this out. Where did she go? Um, looking Haley. I have her here. Hang on. I well, I had it a second ago too. There she is again. I sent it again. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a. We had an opportunity to get this right, and I know we'll get it right. And I trust you. I trust every single one of you. You know how to do this. You know Iowa starts it. You know that you correct it. You Whoa. know that you continue to go. I mean, it's kind of a daring. I give her, uh, I give her points for cojones to say something that's going to be seen as like a diss to Iowa. Yeah, it's still cringy. Yeah. And then my sweet state of South Carolina brings it home. That's what we do. <sighs> it's yeah. pretty bad. I don't know. I don't love it, but uh, it's fine. I mean, yeah, she's probably second place now. I don't think DeSantis has figured it out. It's still. amazing. Well, you know the people, but I think the problem for DeSantis is that. The people who would vote for him are probably still too Trumpy. Yeah. The the reason why Nikki Haley is doing better as a second place is like she's for the people that really don't want Trump. Right. Versus like DeSantis is not because he has higher favorables than her whenever they pull the favorability with the Republican electorate. People like him more than they like Nikki Haley. But I think it's just the people that like really dislike Trump are not DeSantis people. He's like tried too hard to not scare anyone away. He's sort of stuck down the middle of like trying to be Trumpy and trying to get the establishment. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that, that that's right. There's no reason. It, all the it's everybody's in the wrong place in the wrong order. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> And once again, you know, Trump is just playing a different game that everybody else is playing. Should we get to some main politics, Alice? Yes, I love main politics. Our uh, friend, uh, Edward Thomas, has some reporting in the main wire about uh, a the, speak. The Portland City Council was meeting. And, uh, uh, yep. To This young lady. I hope it's a lady. I don't know. Apparently, the mayor misgendered some people at this city council meeting, so I hope I'm not misgendering her but she had some words to say about the homeless encampment yesterday i witnessed portland police enforce yet another encampment sweep and it was abundantly clear that the same violent forces of dehumanization operating in gaza and across israeli <laughs> occupied palestine are ma'am, endemic ma'am i'm not going to let you conflate the two if you have commentary about the encampment i welcome it yeah I, I do but, may i continue but incorporating the gaza issue is a separate item. Alice, very quickly Mm-hmm. Is she or is she not wearing a mask? Yes, a mask. She is. And a Bowden sweatshirt. Is it? It is. I disagree. 
The military industrial complex is absolutely connecting the sweeping of the encampments and what is what we're witnessing in Gaza right now. A person should not have to own property or forfeit an absurd amount of their income to a property owner in order to enjoy the privilege of being human. Please. I've mentioned this before. Finger snapping is not appropriate, okay? I mean, you can save that for some other locale. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't get to the finger snapping. Is that a thing they do? Yeah, I think so. I think that's like, instead of like applause, you do that if you're woke for some reason. Sometimes they do like jazz hands too. What are the chances that that young lady else attended university? Um, A thousand percent. As you said, she has the Bowdoin structure. Yeah, that's that's the stuff she learned in university. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's just like what Israeli. It's the military industrial complex. If you don't <laughs> want homeless people shooting up in front of where you live, then that's the military industrial complex. Right. And, and you know, it's. Uh, I'll just go. I'll just transfer to. to whatever. There's not a. I, I, I can't say anything more about it. Thank you, Bill Ackman, for teaching people what this mental disorder is. <laughs> Um, from in Boston, this Boston City's law department um, made Tanya forty seven on Twitter. That's a city councilor. Come back to repeat the oath of office after this video was released. She refused to show up. She still hasn't taken the oath. That's how much she despises America and the Constitution. She, when taking the oath, refused to say anything, like the other city councilors. So help me God. So help me God. I do solemnly swear. I do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully and impartially discharge. That I will faithfully and impartially discharge and perform. All She's standing there with her head down. She's not saying anything mm-hmm. through the whole thing. She referred um, Tanya, Tanya Fernandez Anderson, a radical <coughs> activist and an immigrant from West Africa, during her swearing in. She refused to repeat the oath and raise her hand. She hates this country and the Constitution. She previously offered resolutions for 923 to be Boston's Hijab Day. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> and for Boston to apologize for the Atlantic slave trade. Perfect. <laughs> she also has a history of anti-white racist tweets. No, about white pe- she complains about white people holding government positions. She married a convict she married a convicted murderer while he was in prison for life. She referred to October 7th attacks as simply a military operation. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Everything's very fine and normal in Boston, yes. I guess. Um Oh, and, by the uh, way, I want to give a shout out to um Five Dragons. Mm-hmm. Is it in Amesbury or Seabrook? It's in Salisbury. Salisbury. I always get that wrong. But it was a nice one today to watch. They were the dicyplene. Lots of planks. The dicyplene was flowing. Oh, nice, nice. I like to see it. Uh, let's see. Meanwhile, in Democratic um, politician rule. Breaking in a stunning and unexpected move to stop Texas Governor Greg Abbott from shipping busloads of migrants to New York City, Mayor Eric Adams filed suit against 17 charter bus companies used by the Lone Star State. Stop the buses. (laughs) Can you imagine? It's crazy. They're working harder to keep people from crossing state lines once they're in America than they are to keep them from actually entering the United States. It's amazing. It's amazing. The problem is the buses. That's the problem. It's not the hundreds of thousands of people entering the country illegally. It's the buses that are moving them around the country once they're here. That's the issue. So the mass shooter appears to uh, be a trans activist and oh, part, dear. part of the uh, LGBTQI community. 
so so this is a two now, right? Um, three if you count the Colorado one. Okay, but we can't say anything about this, right? Because I mean, there's you're not allowed to say that <clears throat> that insanity carries with it all all possibilities on the insanity spectrum. Well, this mass shooting is just going to go away and never have happened. Right. We, we Very not, soon. We'll not see the manifesto on this one. Nope. Maybe at some point we can just say that that this LGBTQ thing is, if you're going to kill yourself, unless I pronoun you correctly, that maybe you're insane. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's one of the things about mass shootings and about gun death in general. Like, a lot of the gun deaths that get counted as gun deaths are suicides, actually. And, and a lot of mass shootings are really um, more on the spectrum of suicides than murders. These aren't like murders of passion or revenge or something in most cases. Most cases, these are, you know, people who want to die, who kill other people and themselves at the same time, a lot of times. I don't know if that's what was going on in this case, but in a lot of times, these are like a slightly more elaborate version of suicide by cop. Right. And so maybe, just maybe... We should keep an eye on people who threaten suicide at the drop of a hat as maybe being not ready for like gun rights and society like the rest of us. I would say so. So I don't know. I guess we'll find out more about it. I don't I don't like to comment a ton on what's going on with mass shootings like right away because it's very hard to so much of the reporting ends up being It's also wrong. kind of the lowest form of team politics. Right. Of, you know, social media stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I don't like to jump right in and start weighing in immediately. Uh, Would you like to tell the audience why um, a cup of coffee was in the cupboard today? A cup of coffee was in the cupboard because yesterday I was microwaving a cold cup of coffee from the morning. And somebody on the internet was like, you microwave your coffee? Yes. How else are you supposed to get it warm again after you've yeah. left it sitting out all day? Because that's what I do every day. We're so, moving around a pretty, pretty fast clip to, in the mornings, so I drink it cold anyway, so I don't ever want to get rid of the old stuff. And so Alice nukes hers. Or in, Today, <laughs> there was a, a heroic story of Alice spilling hers from Dunkin' Donuts, and I went out again to get it for her. That's not getting a, being able to take a walk. It's true. Put that in the why you love me category, Alice. I do love you. Um... So, yes, so I microwaved my coffee, and then I went back to the microwave a while later, and it was not there, which I did not really have time to follow up on, because once again, we have no time, so I just chalked it up to mysteries of life. My coffee disappeared, but uh, Tom then found it in the cupboard, where I assume he put it. I did not put it in that the cupboard. That cupboard is kind of high for me. I don't really, like, set you things there. You put it in there. the cupboard no. while doing something no. else for some No, reason. I did yes, not. Did. I don't set stuff in that cupboard, and you have a history, a documented Incorrect. history of putting things in that cupboard. Incorrect. I, well, I, yeah, one thing I put away there, which is just weird, but I didn't, I don't, I haven't used the microwave in two days, I'm pretty sure. Although I, th- I used it today. Uh, Alice, what is the hot sauce? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline where you can leave a chat chat message for the show. Hello, Tom, my boy. It's Cousin Julian. Oh, wow. I was wondering how you and the missus were doing. I heard you brought another life into this perilous world. I I have Cousin Julian, who sounds a little bit like Catherine Hepburn, just (laughs) in case you didn't know. Well, me, myself, I'm doing fine, other than I had to let my house boy, Javier, go. Sorry about that. He was 18. Oh, I told myself, be strong, Julian, be strong. 
Oh, look at me, welting, welting like a little flower. Oh, I'm going to try to be strong, strong and rigid. This is an interesting one-act play. Because I don't know where he's coming from in this. It, it, but he's pour, pouring himself into it. There's no doubt about that. The like commitment is real. Oh, I had to let him go. He turned 25, just a little too old. Too little long in the tooth. There's some Hannibal Lecter happening here, too. <laughs> well, I hear you're having money troubles. Yeah. Thought I could help. Ooh. You can be a commentator for my new mixed martial arts federation I've started. It's called uh, the oh. HFL. Well, I can't spell it out, or you'll mute me. I know how you are fast with that button. Well, toodles. So that is that is a new angle <laughs> of humor, to omit the punchline. HLF, HLF. HFL. We'll just have to guess. <laughs> There's something, I'm guessing, fighting league. I don't know. Because he said it's a missed martial arts league that he's inventing. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go work at the post office, Tom. Yeah, they yeah. won't guarantee you a spot oh. in Newburyport well, I don't area. Need... Um, oh, yeah. I work there part-time. Yes. Uh, first, they pay you federal part-time wages. Ooh, no good. They will slide you into whatever slot they need you in, which could be... 3 a.m. to maybe 8.30 a.m. sorting Ugh. packages in Beverly. Oh, Beverly's nice. That's, you know, in the middle of snowstorms and yeah. whatever else. you got to be there if you want to make money. Uh, no health insurance. Really? And getting hired there is like, honest to God, trying to get um, uh, some kind of federal job without any sort of inside help. Yeah, well, I mean, and we don't have any inside help, and I'm not a veteran, and so, yeah, that could be tough. And the reason why is because um, although those folks who are retiring, all the, the folks who they had the big hiring back in the 80s or, or whenever it was, they're all retiring now, but their new model is they're not going to pay people full-time. Mm. They're oh. going to make you work part-time, and then as soon as you get close to the hours of full-time, they'll just cut your hours, and then you'll just go back to being yeah. part-time. I'm so. going to be an Amazon guy. Okay. Don't go to work there. I will not. You'd, you'd have an easier time driving around in an Amazon van, breaking your hump, losing weight, yeah, walking, delivering packages, taking pictures, all that. Yeah. Than working at the post office. I do that. If you guys know another one, thanks, Dr. Cheswick. If you know another company as well that does that, I would like to do something where I do have to walk around. It's not as charming when you're 51 doing it, but you know. You know what? I'll make you a demo reel and I'll apply to broadcast jobs for you. Seriously. You don't do. want any, but I will try for you anyway. So the the first thing I thought about when Tom said he was going to have to be get a job uh, as an Amazon driver was... Uh, yeah. My eyes are getting weary. My back is getting tight. <laughs> is that the song? Right. King of Queens. That's the oh, I thought. <laughs> oh, shoot. Who's the UPS um, guy? Anyway, uh, Gas Pump Girls is on. Seems like a movie Tom watched as a young lad. Gas Pump Girls? I don't think I know that one. Yep. <laughs> Especially that opening scene. Graduation. What a scene. Anyway... Bye. It sounds like a porno. Is it not a porno oh, movie? Yeah. Oh, 1979. Oh, yeah. This would be something that, that we watched. There's no doubt about that. Um, Yeah, neither here nor there, but wow, what a KMF today. Holy goodness. I'm nervous about us <clears throat> listening to the rest of the thing. Yeah, we're not all the way done yet, but yes. It was, 
It's it, a banner week for KMS if you're into that, which yeah. I know some of our listeners are and some aren't. But Well, really, that this one should be like taught in colleges for 10 years because there's so many angles and so many fields of study that could do something with this. Mm-hmm. Whew, brilliant. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you want to join us for like the live chat and watching live, that is at uh, patreon.com slash burn barrel. Of course, you can also watch the show for free, burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all different places to listen wherever you really like to listen to podcasts. Also, check out the All You Can Eat podcast that is um, available wherever you listen to podcasts. A new podcasts one dropped well. today. A new one dropped today. The Dorito Stands Alone. Important, important topics we covered on there. Say la vie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.